0: Okay, so we are here to do our homeschool mom-to-mom um, webinar. And we have Liz Ackerman here from Illinois, and she's been homeschooling for a really long time. And we're really excited to have her on as Moms for America's mom mentor. Um, and this is just to provide our families with um, information that you may need. If you are a first-time homeschooler, if you've been homeschooling forever, um, this, is, this is going to be the webinar for you. Uh, we have lots of resources that you can have that she's used perhaps in the past that we have on our site some um, webinars and other accesses um, that you can you can have to assist you in your in your needs uh, as you go on about homeschooling. As you know, homeschooling has increased um, by about uh, I want to say 400 percent across the nation. So we are really excited to have you here. And I'm just going to let Liz take it over for us.
1: All right, thank you, Allie. Um... Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, good morning, good noon, or good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, I see that we have several people on. We thought we would just get started, uh, even though it's Thanksgiving week, and there's everybody has so much going on. So yeah, just as a quick introduction, I am Liz Ackerman, and we, my husband and I have six wonderful children who you see in the back there in the picture Uh, that was three years ago. They probably haven't grown much, but they've certainly uh, done a lot of things in the interim. And my son, the youngest child, just got engaged over the weekend. So we are excited about that. Um, So I have been with Moms for America, oh, I don't know, a year and a half, maybe close to two years. Just started listening in, and I've gone through Jalene's uh, Cottage Meeting series a couple of times, and I have gone through the Healing of America series maybe once and a half times, and the um, 5,000-Year Leap series once, maybe once and a quarter, something. Um, I'm also leading Cottage Meetings, a Cottage Meeting here in my home, and we are going into our second year, so... Um, and that we are doing the 5000 year leap. We went through the the um, initial cottage meeting series and now we're going through the, the 5000 year leap. And I am blessed with moms in the group that I don't know if you'd call them contrarians, but they bring up and we try to discuss opposing viewpoints and um, We brought in when uh, the 1619 project book and we talked about that, that said that America was founded, uh, our systemic racism began in the 1600s and we discussed that. So we try and I wanna make this as well, a forum where people feel safe expressing all kinds of views. I come at into this as someone who believes in a God that loves us and answers prayers, you might not. And I just want you to know that you're welcome and that your views are welcome and feel free to express them in our cottage meetings. And I hope here too, that we, it's a safe area where we can practice agreeing or disagreeing. So, um, and and learning from each other because no one person except God and um, has all the answers. So anyway, I have been, I started homeschooling, it is 40 years ago this fall. I took my little daughter, our oldest child, to the school, the elementary school, because I thought that's what you did, and I had her signed up. And then we saw in the newspaper a little clipping, just a little notice that said, something like local family wants, has a child, um, elementary school age and wants to explore educational alternatives. So we thought, okay, let's give this a try. Both my husband and I had taught in alternative education um, arenas, schools and non schools. So we thought, okay. Um, So we went, we went to the meeting, And from that meeting, I don't even, I don't know what happened to that family. I don't know if they decide to homeschool their child or not, but we did. So we just kept going. And now my kids have grown and they are great sources of, well, mom, that worked really well. And well, mom, that didn't. So, and I wish you had done this or that. So I can kind of pass on from my own personal experience and from their experiences. So I think the one thing that we did succeed in is they learn to love reading and they learn to love learning. So if you have those things going for you, you can pretty well carry on in life. And they've all gone to college, some with academic scholarships, our youngest son graduated this this July and with uh, several awards so we managed and he was the one where i thought this child is going to be the one where this doesn't work he was really he was nine before he really started reading he loved listening to you read to him but he was not interested in reading um so i'm just looking at my notes here um so uh I am, I started teaching when I was 14, so I was kind of an early teacher, and I never really quit, taught all kinds of things, and I still teach uh, piano and violin, but kind of a late patriot. I grew up at a time, sort of like now, where there was a lot of anti-American feeling. And so I just thought, well, heck with all this. And it wasn't, I was in my probably mid-30s until i realized oh this country is worth defending this country is worth speaking up for and so yeah i've been trying to kind of rectify my misspent childhood for for a long time um and i think i put it somewhere else um we have been studying in our church the old testament and we were in the book of Amos. And in that book, it talks about a time when things are wicked. And the verse said, and the prudent keep silent because of the evil days. And when we were talking about that in our cottage meeting, one of the moms said, that's me. I don't speak up. So I'm hoping that I can help through this, our homeschooling seminar, Mom to Mom Connect to help those of us who are trying to be prudent, to learn to speak up and help our kids do the same. So we're thinking that we'll have a topic a month or several that I will just address and share some ideas. And then we're gonna throw it open for discussion. So I figure we can all learn from each other. We all have different experiences and skills. So yes, and My goal is to help moms because you hear so much talk now about get your children out of school, get them out like the building was on fire. So I see moms that, okay, I go in, I rush into this burning building, I grab my children, I bring them out. Now we're standing on the sidewalk. Now what do we do? And there are some moms I'm sure that because of what's going on have just become maybe reluctant homeschoolers, like, oh no, here I am. I never felt, I never prepared to be this, to do this. I never particularly wanted to. Uh, What do I do now? So again, I'm hoping that this can be a forum to help, to encourage, and also a place where moms can come and say, this is really hard and I'm struggling. Because at least in my experience, if when I was having really hard days and struggling, I didn't feel like I could go to anybody that was not also in the same boat and say these things because they would just look at me and roll their eyes and say, well, what in the world are you doing it for then? Quit. So that's not particularly helpful. So anyway, this can be a place for that as well. So, yeah, invite your homeschooling friends so we can have this mom-to-mom connection. So, again, I welcome all, and I just kind of feel to share an experience I had, oh, I don't know, 10 years ago. Um, I was at, it was like a a book fair or something at the library, and I was talking with a mom, and she was a, a fellow homeschooler and, I just happened to mention that in the past, um, homeschooling had been rather difficult. Some friend called the truant officer, and he appeared on our doorstep two different times. That was not enjoyable. So anyway, I just had mentioned that to her. And she kind of looked at me and said, oh, really? And part of me wanted to just grab her and shake her and just Don't you understand how difficult this was? Do you have any idea Ah, what we went through so that you can stand there and say, oh, really? But just in a split second, it was like Thomas Jefferson was standing right in front of me, a little off to the right. And I didn't see anything and really hear anything. But I just kind of felt him saying, and how many times have you thought about what we went through and our sacrifices, and our difficulties to bring this country into being, and felt, and said figuratively, oh, really? So that was very humbling, and this all happened in a split second, and I thought, oh, you're right. So I was able to just smile at her, and say, yeah, it was difficult, and she did not get shaken until her teeth rattled, and I- I've always remembered that and I've tried to remember what our founders went through for us. So I thought we would just, I just present a few things here and a few thoughts. Um, the first one, just being it's Thanksgiving time. It's time to be grateful. So um, Z, if you would, yes, thank you. I've just found some quotes and I uh, like this one. Live a life full of humility, gratitude, intellectual curiosity, and never stop learning. learning. I thought that was super appropriate for a homeschooling family because homeschooling really is about families. And would you do the next one, please? Gratitude is riches. Complaint is poverty. Um, Doris Day um. Some of you haven't had quite as many birthdays as some of the rest of us might not know who Doris Day is, but she was kind of considered the sunshine girl, and she was in a lot of movies and just was this cheerful, happy, bubbly blonde, um, and I'm just looking here on my phone because I had pulled up um, studies on gratitude and how how it literally rewires our brain. It helps our whole Body to just feel better. And uh, my quote was let's see here. Oh, it gratitude fosters optimism and it strengthens hope. And what is the very first cottage meeting theme? Being anchored in hope. So, yeah, I hope on those days when homeschooling is just enough to make you pull your hair out and you just want to, I don't know, sell your kids to the circus or something, or I don't know, ship them off somewhere else. Um, So, yeah, the importance of gratitude. um, That, um, yes, and it reminded me of uh, a mom that I know um, who was, marriage was just, Just kind of struggling for a while, and she started writing down things she was grateful for about her husband, and I always remember her telling us, "Ah, well, there was a day when all I could write was, he breathes very well, and that was about all I could write, but it was something, so anyway, just a good, good habit, and I know that I try to write What I'm grateful for at the end of each day and you can look back and think, oh, that was a rough day, but this was a bright light or this was a bright light and it just it helps helps you just feel better about the day. Um, So be thinking because one of the things we're going to be discussing is what are you doing in your family and even with yourself to just foster and nurture that attitude of gratitude. So the next thing I thought we would just kind of discuss is Thanksgiving itself. And I was looking up the history of Thanksgiving. Let me see here, let me find the neck, the one where I was. And I never had given it that much thought, but Thanksgiving Days of Thanksgiving, yes, have been going on in England for hundreds of years. And in 1789, George Washington, and can you show the the text of that, is that uh, gave a Thanksgiving proclamation. Um, Yeah, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of almighty God and to obey his will and to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November next, to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being, who is the beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be. I know that, if I remember right, Julene Jackson, the uh, who does the cottage meetings, um, she reads this every year at Thanksgiving dinner, and I think that's a good tradition that I might want to start. Um, what? How would that be if we continually remembered to be grateful and acknowledge the providence of Almighty God or the Supreme Being or whatever it is that you feel is of most importance?
2: Um, so let's see. Oh, and could you do the next slide, please, Um, this is the story of, oh,
1: of Plymouth Plantation. This interesting book, got this out of the library, was able to show you. It was written by William Bradford, who lived. He was the governor of Plymouth Plantation, the, um, um, the pilgrims, their their settlement. Um, I'm kind of an, have an interesting background where my dad is a first-generation American. Both of my grandparents immigrated here from Ireland. And on my mom's side, we can trace our ancestry back to Edward and Ann Fuller, who came over on the Mayflower and died that first terrible winter. And their son, Samuel, Um, lived, and he was raised by his nephew, Samuel Fuller. So it's um, that means a lot to me, I to think of little Samuel being coming across on the Mayflower that had not, I'm sure that was not a fun trip. And then trying to eke out subsistence um, in a terrible brand new place where it was cold. They did not have down jackets, and they did not have hand warmers, and oh my goodness, um, yes, miserable time, and sometimes I wonder if Edward and Ann, uh, his parents didn't make it through that winter because they were giving their food to him. I don't know that, but anyway, so this book is just an interesting History written in with his spelling and his experiences. Unfortunately, he does not mention the first Thanksgiving dinner. Um, He says that there was a harvest festival. Um, Apparently, the only reason we know that much about it was someone a few years later that had been there wrote down what he remembered. So just such an interesting time. and so difficult. And sometimes I wonder, you know, they bumped into Squanto, who happened to have been taken as a slave over to England, learned perfect English, came back. And they bumped into him and they were able to talk to somebody. What are the chances of that? How amazing is that?
2: Um, So could you put up the next slide, Z? This is, um, oh, and then, yes, I wanted to have this
1: book for you to show it, but um, someone had checked it out of the library already, but this is a really interesting one. This is about Sarah Gives Thanks, How Thanksgiving Became a National Holiday, and I didn't know that much about this person, but Sarah Josepha Hale um, wrote, she had um, found out about George Washington's proclamation and she wanted to make Thanksgiving a national holiday and it took her a couple of decades. She wrote to five different presidents and finally was able to get one who's um, slipped my mind right now, but um, finally to oh Lincoln to proclaim Thanksgiving as a national holiday. But It's a a young person's book, a picture book, but really interesting. Um, I recommend it for your family reading. Um, She supported herself by her writing, which was pretty unusual for a woman in the 1800s. She was a widow. Um, Her husband used to help her, and he encouraged her in her writing, but then he died. And she just carried on. So she's a great example. Also, I wanted to share, I thought this was so interesting, Um, November is National Family Stories Month, and what a better time to be grateful for our families, to reach out to our families, even if sometimes we just want to knock them on the head, but they're our family, and they are a part of us. So... um, Yeah, it's family stories month and what a fun time to to build our family stories and our family traditions. So um, anyway, family stories month. Um, So how about if I end my TED talk here and let's open up discussion and would you put up, yes, thank you, speak up please. Why are we grateful most days for the chance to homeschool our children?
2: What do you all think? Let's have some audience participation as they say. Unmute her and speak up.
0: I'll gladly go first. Great, um, great, great. <laughs> I actually forgot to introduce myself, everybody. Hi. Um, Allie Legg, and I am the manager of Empower Moms um, here at Moms for America. But I have homeschooled a few of my children um, during 2020 and 2021, and I just sent them back to school because I was running for office in my local area, and I was prepared to win, but because I didn't. Um, I'm still contemplating taking them back out of school. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to have my children at home in presence with me to spend time with them and to teach them the way that they know best. Um, And I think that it it improves our family connection time. It improves the time that they have with their mom. Um, And we're able to share stories together. We're able to uh, kind of just be in each other's presence and be conscious of, of what our actions look like and, and just being able to, to really be present with them while they're learning and watch that bright light come on, uh, as they grasp something. And that is the most amazing God given moment you can ever have as a parent is to watch your child finally get something. And just that brightness that they get in their eyes. It's just, it's so awe-inspiring. And I feel so grateful and so blessed that I'm able to actually do that, even though right now they are still in a uh, traditional public school when they're not uh, at school, they're at home and they're learning different things. They're learning about liberty and they're learning about our foundation and they're learning about, you know, just what it means to be an American, what it means to be a part of our family. Um, and, and I'm just so grateful for that. So uh, I hope that that kicks it off. Anybody else?
2: Yes. Thank you. Who else, who else would like to just chime in? Ladies, don't be shy. There's only a few of us here. Mm -hmm. Shelly,
3: would you like to tell us? Would you like to share? Sure, I just have some kids in the background eating breakfast, but- (laughs) That's okay. Don't worry.
2: That's okay.
3: So I'm Shelly. and I uh, have been homeschooling my kids um, since my oldest was 12. But um, I sent him to first grade and um, because I felt like he needed to be in first grade with this Chinese immersion program that was new here. And so mm-hmm. we tried that. Um, and then I pulled him out um, because they wouldn't let me do halftime. Um, and then in fifth grade, I had my uh, fifth child and um, I just couldn't handle it that year. So I had to put him in school. And anyway, so I love, I'm grateful that there's flexibility and that God is very aware of our personal needs as moms and our individual children's needs and personalities. And, um, that this whole process that I've been on this, what seven eight years, um, I feel like I've been better able to tune in to inspiration and and know how to be directed and guided to good resources, true principles, and to to um, provide opportunities for my children to receive those um, and to and to put those out for them. But also I know that with homeschool, it's not always perfect and that some children might be a little more stubborn than others or might be a little bit more eager in certain topics than others. And I'm just grateful that it's helped me be a better parent. Because sorry. Because because we think we think everything's perfect and we think, oh. I can't homeschool. Or maybe we think, oh, I can homeschool. And either way, you get kind of slapped around a little bit, you know. And it's for our benefit because it helps us um, to ask the questions that we need to um, to let God and our hearts lead the way and not our minds. And it really is about the heart and about tuning into to God and to truth and and say wait what's really needful for my children anyway so just with that this year we're really focusing on liberty and and America and it's been so fun um just reading all these inspiring stories of of the founders and we're hoping to go on a liberty trip in May and and go to all these things so I love the liberty trip resource Mm -hmm. you guys have because I had to look up some um And uh, I'm like, oh, there's there's Yorktown and Colonial Williamsburg and and you know Valley Forge is like my favorite. I love Valley Forge. And um, anyway, so I feel like that's that's a good symbolism for homeschool right there. Valley <laughs> Forge, right? Like yeah. You get to choose. Are you going to be a summer soldier or are you going to weather the the individual little storms that come but I feel as a mom it's been so fun me learning like yeah. we get to all learn together and I I feel like I'm getting an education um like five tenfold um just being able to learn with my children too so I'll stop though because I gotta go check on the toddler
0: <laughs> oh. that's fabulous Shelley. Thank, thank you, you Shelly so that
4: was so beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I got.
0: got everybody in here crying <laughs> <laughs> And I loved what you said about, you know, that this is an opportunity for you to learn as well. I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. I'm learning, Mm -hmm. my kids are learning, but I'm not just learning about what they're learning um, in different ways. Mm -hmm. I'm also learning it, learning my children. And I think that is such a huge blessing that I think we've kind of missed out on um, sending our kids away to these brick and mortar schools. Um, because we tend to lose that, that maternal connection in a way that we have, that we've been ordained by God to give them, uh, (laughs) this instruction and this, this direction and this guidance. Um, and, and I love that, that we have that opportunity to do so. So thank you so very much for sharing, uh, your vulnerability and sharing, you know, your inspiration that is going to, to resonate, I think with a lot of parents. Um, and I'm just so thankful for you for even being here. So thank you.
1: Yes. Thank you. And, you know, I think sometimes that we think, okay, I'm homeschooling. I must do this and I must do it. Come, come heck or high water. And, you know, whatever's happening in my life. Well, you know, what's best for you? like Shelly, you said such a mouthful, so important. And, you know, sometimes it might be best to put a child in or your children in for a year, just so you can regroup and, you know, keep the connection. So yes, flexibility. And we're not out getting gold stars here if we, you know, soldier through and kill ourselves off in the process. So thank you. Thank you very much for sharing all that. And yes, the Moms for America site has so much on it. And that was another thing I was thinking that, I don't know if you're the same way, but if I walk in, if I come to a website and there's so much wonderful information, I sometimes appreciate having a person to kind of guide me through or to answer my questions or point me in certain areas. So, that again, um, that's what I would hope that we can do in this, in our mom to mom connect, homeschooling connection. So, thank you. Who else would love to hear somebody else speak up?
2: So enjoying this. Hi. (laughs) Hello.
5: Hello. Um, I am one of the reluctant homeschool moms that (laughs) That, you've. That's
1: okay. Uh, We love you. (laughs)
5: It's never on the radar, never something I thought I would do, but uh, my kids did school online that first full year after COVID. And Mm I, you know, we began to hear things that we could not believe we were hearing that they were being taught, primarily older one who was in fifth grade at the time. um, They did go back to school, but then we just just had some really bad experiences and just all of the cultural craziness that's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. So I am, this is our, so this is our first year. um, And I just, yeah, I just, oh, sorry. (laughs) The dog is going crazy. I just feel so thankful to be able to remove them from all of that and mm-hmm. be able to just pour into them every day myself um, versus yes. like they were just being like drained <laughs> at school. It's like they held it in yeah. all day and then my yeah. younger one, younger one who was in second grade would come home and just like cry and she didn't even know why she was crying. It was just mm-hmm. so chaotic. and. Oh, so much behavior problems there and just, just all of it. I'm just so grateful that they're here, they're home, they're safe, they're loved. Um, yeah. And it is, I think like, um, sorry, I forget her name, but the lady said before, I think it yeah. is making me a better mom. Um, it's just so much because I'm getting to know them so much better and I'm becoming more patient, ironically, which is not yeah. what I expected. I'm not always, not yeah. every day.
2: But uh,
0: difficult.
5: yes, some days are harder than others. But (laughs) I don't know, just the way I see like our relationships deepening and developing and the kind of conversations that come up um, as we're learning things. And yes, I'm learning right along with them. We just did a really fun Thanksgiving unit and I learned just as much if not more than they did. And um, I too feel very drawn to teach them about you know, the heroes of our country and how our country was founded and just try to combat what the world is telling them. Yes. Um, and I just feel so thankful to be able to do that. And, and in doing that, I'm learning stuff that I either never learned or didn't remember. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's giving me more, just such a deeper appreciation for our country and, you know, what, what happened to form our country. Um, so I'm thankful to be able to, to pass that along with them and also their skills are so splintered from the last couple of years with COVID mm-hmm. and So i yeah. feel like i'm able to hopefully figure that out and fill it in in a way that would never happen at school so yeah
1: oh well, yeah that's well that's hooray funny. for you
0: good <laughs> <laughs> hooray <laughs> thank you yeah. Melissa, so much for sharing that was beautiful yeah. i'm yeah. so glad that you have the opportunity to reconnect with your babies Um, it's really important, uh, to do that and kind of shield them from the world, you know, in, you know, God says, you know, we're supposed to be in the world, but not of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you you don't want to be part of the world. You could be in it and and live in it because that's where we are, but we're not supposed to be of the world. Um, we are Mm -hmm. supposed to, to really kind of, Shield our children from the outside. If we don't tell them who they are, right, and where they come from, and the foundation of, of the cornerstone of our society of human, human, you know, just relationships, because um, that's what we've been told to do. If, if we don't do that, the world will definitely tell them who they are and who they should be. So it, it is definitely a wonderful opportunity to take the reins back a little bit and and show them who they need to be. So thank you for yeah. your courage for doing that and for your willingness to continue to teach your family and, and be there for them and be the mom that you, that God wants you to be for them. And, and I'm really appreciative for that. So thank you.
2: Thank you. Yes. thank you. Thank you. Um, well, we have one, one more one mom. More? Kim? Kim, can you unmute yourself?
0: No pressure.
4: No pressure. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, let's uh, bring up the next question.
1: Okay. Yes. So, how are you building an attitude of gratitude in your family? And I wanted to just share one goofy thing that we enjoyed doing. It's very high tech, as you can <laughs> tell. <laughs> but, but what we would do, we called this a gratitude or thanks. Uh, A thankful chain the gratitude chain Mm -hmm. and we would just at the beginning of November we would just make a whole bunch of these little construction paper strips and all month long kids and anybody that came to visit was roped in as well and they Mm -hmm. would write on the inside what they were grateful for Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: sometimes it was pretty crazy like our son when he was uh, still learning to write and spell. Um, in our area, it was agricultural, and there were a lot of uh, planes flying over, spraying the crops. So we, at the end, the chain would drape all over the living room, and then we would, uh, on Thanksgiving Day, give everybody sections, and they would undo and read the, the crazy things that were written. Some of them were kind of silly, but I uh, we have never let him forget the time that his link read, "I'm grateful for crap dusters because he couldn't quite get the couldn't quite get the O and the A just quite." So yes, but yeah, so it's just a fun, easy thing. And like I say, some of our kids were grateful that I don't know for raisins or for chocolate chips or whatever, but. There was love and family and home and all that, you know, all that stuff, but there was lots of fun stuff, too. So what do you guys do? How in this age of everybody's comparing and, you know, the airbrushed perfection that everybody is sees or even just the complaining all the time? Well, you know, so-and-so, the mudslinging, et cetera. What are you doing in your families? to help your kids and you have that attitude of gratitude. So yeah, feel free to unmute and let us know. I have to
4: jump in here and say that I love that little gratitude chain, and I'm going (laughs) to pop them into
0: one of the kids' lessons, because I love it. (laughs) That's such a great idea. I love it. It's so cute. I haven't, I can't even, I don't even know why I didn't even think of that. Like, I have all these young kids. I have five kids. I have four at home all the time. The ages are 14. Um, My bonus son lives in Virginia is 12. Um, and I'm his, I'm his bonus mom. I don't like that. Step mom, step son. Oh,
2: that's stuff. a good idea. Bonus, 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 mom. bonus mom.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. and, um, then we have our, our 9 year old and our seven-year-old and then our four-year-old. So I think that actually is a really good idea. And I wish I would have thought of it sooner. So ah. we can start and do it, um, throughout all of November, but, um, to answer the question is, is I, I have started my, I've always done 30 days of gratitude in November and I used to do it oh, online nice. um, and it, it helped kind of pull you out of that negativity of every yeah. day that, because that, um, yeah. you kind of feel like you're just in this box. A lot of the time, you take on a lot of everybody else's feelings and a lot of you know what the world looks yes, like. You kind yes. of visualize that a little, uh, and you tend to forget to be grateful and thankful for the things that you already have and for the air you mm-hmm. breathe. And like you can start really simple. Um, I'm thankful for just you know. <laughs> The air in my lungs, you can start with that, or for yeah. the that my eyes are open for a new day. And that's mm-hmm. easy to start with. But then when you start going on your like day seven and you're still trying to pull it, like, what am I really grateful for? Yeah. It's yeah. a struggle. It is. It's a struggle. But I think yeah. doing that as an adult and then roping your children into do it, I think that helps them also separate. From the world outside and on the inside, mm-hmm. what's what's valuable, what's more important? Uh, and we do that during Thanksgiving dinner before we, um, not before we mm-hmm. we say grace before we we eat. We tend to that's our our Thanksgiving Day dinner discussion is. What are you most thankful for over the last 12 months? Oh, um, nice. What have you been grateful yeah. for? What have you been thankful for? Um, and to listen to their their um, their reasons or what they're thankful for is really quite fun. Uh, especially because they're so little and they can, they can be grateful for all kinds of things. And then we have mm-hmm. the discussion on what that means for them. And it really is so much fun. Um, but I love your idea. Uh, and I, I think I might take that list. Great. Mm-hmm.
1: I got it from somewhere else too. I didn't think <laughs> it up myself. So. That's so
0: awesome. I think that's something that's missing, um, frankly, here in a lot of families is that we, we're, we're missing that story time. We're missing that time with with being yeah. able to be inundated with with stories of family and stories of of just triumph and, and thankfulness yeah. and and all of that. And I think that's how we can begin to build the next generation of of storytellers, which is really important that that we've had for eons, you know, before we were yes. even able to read and write, people were telling, you know, verbal yes. stories. They were and they tend to stick with were. you a little bit more than when you read something. So that's something to always keep in mind as as homeschoolers.
1: Yes. Yes. And somewhere, somewhere I read kids that know their family history, or at least some of it, they just have a more, more of a sense of who they are
2: Mm. and and
1: self-confidence. So, and it's family stories month this month. So Mm -hmm. anyway, talk to that grandmother, that aunt, that cousin or whatever, and, and keep the stories alive. Don't yeah before they die, not after. So yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Mm -hmm so what else ladies what else are you doing in your families
0: and it's totally okay if you haven't done anything you can start now yeah yeah (laughs) totally start now because i know you know prior to all of this it was difficult for us to kind of even get started um because not a lot of families do that not a lot of families eat together not a lot of families pray together Mm -hmm. anymore so don't feel ashamed if that's something that you're not doing.
1: yes thank you
0: Maybe look forward to doing that uh, Mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving since it's, you know, in a few days Mm -hmm. or um, in the future.
1: Uh A goal that you might set or something that is appealing or that you've heard of. Any Mm -hmm. thoughts
2: on that?
4: I want to add, Liz, I want to add to your self-confidence because sometimes we focus on the external when we're talking about gratitude. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, sometimes things that I ask my nieces and nephews are, what are you grateful about? Your qualities, your personality about things. Mm, you know, I'm grateful yes. that I'm funny. Mm. I'm grateful that I'm kind. I'm grateful that <laughs> I can solve this math problem right now. So <laughs> it's uh, it's you know it's not always external. It's always you know to be grateful for the things that you've learned from your from your family and and what makes you the great person that you are. So mm-hmm.
1: just wanted to add yes, that. yes, that is really true, mm-hmm. really true. Because there's yeah, I I think. Uh, again, I do read a lot, but um, there seems to be, and it seems to be backed up by a, a mental health crisis. Oh, yes. Uh, we were discussing this in our cottage meeting that um, usually the how well people are contented and feeling their feeling a well-being is kind of like a you. When you're a teenager, you think you're all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me see how to that oh, no. Um, yes, you're, and then it kind of midlife, it kind of comes down because you're right in the thick of everything. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back up that when you you get older and have more birthdays and you realize, you know, things are okay. Mm-hmm. But what they've discovered is that it's flattened out for the young people,
2: mm-hmm. that
1: they don't have that feeling of well-being,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that they feel down depressed I mean, we have kids in therapy in, in the grade schools mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. super important that you just pour love into the kids and help them
4: especially now since they're under attack right yeah. since they're 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 being confused right but if you yes. have that strong foundation and you realize, oh, you know what, I'm grateful that I that I have my family taught me really strong values, then they're not going to be persuaded by that wave of confusion that right. is here and is probably it's probably gonna get yeah, everywhere. Worse.
1: And and if your child, I mean, there are struggles these days. There there simply are. If your child needs the extra help, don't be ashamed. Get them the extra help. If you need extra help, don't be ashamed, get the extra help. There's just, uh, peace has been taken from the earth as the scriptures say. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough one. It's a and tough know game. that you're
0: not alone. And yes. know yes. that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And know and that you're not alone. What, what I wanted to, to create here. And I was, I was thinking that Liz, we kind of had the same ideas, just creating um, that, that chain of, of, of of communication with all of our homeschool moms, whether you're, or even all of our moms period here at Moms for America, you are not by yourself. It doesn't matter what struggles you're in. You can call anybody. who who is on our list of of names and numbers, you can call us all to just vent or talk or have conversations about any any topic that you feel that you need. I know that most of us are open to having those conversations and trying to help each other through these difficult times because these are very difficult, challenging times. If we do not create a community where we feel like we can converse about these difficult topics, then we kind of tend to fall prey to what's happening in the world. Uh, And that's what I wanted to help us create and reiterate that, you know, while, while we do see all of these struggles on the outside, know that you're not alone. You're not dealing with them by yourself. And if you do feel like you can't go to your family or someone, you know, specific, uh, that you know to help you we are available here at moms for america i know i am and you guys can call me anytime yeah. text me anytime um and i give my phone number out like it's candy i did when i was running my <laughs> campaign and everyone thought i was nuts but the amount of people that called just to have a conversation was was astonishing i was so shocked by this like you're calling a candidate just to say hi i love it <laughs> but yeah
2: it's great so yeah yes something i would thank like thank you to- it so, is Oh, babies! Oh, I hear little ones. I hear little ones. So <laughs> um,
3: I have a couple thoughts, but this is Shelly again. Um, Good. I, I'm in my room with my quiet middle child, so <laughs> we'll see if that's a little better. Um, but I, first of all, the saying "you get what you get" and you don't throw a fit. Um, my mom used to say that all the time, and I kind of didn't like it, and so I we have changed it in my family too you get what you get and you're grateful for it because Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't, you have to replace a negative with a positive. Right. And so when we're anyway, so that's kind of a a motto we have in our, in our home, you get what you get and you're grateful for it. Um, but also, um, I love every once in a while, just taking some time. Sometimes it's hard to think of what we're grateful for when we're in a bad mood or something, or, you know, individual children are in bad moods. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's easier to to look outside of ourselves and and think about um, other people um, and how they've helped us and, mm-hmm. as a starting place. So every once in a while, it's nice to to just say, "Oh, let's all think of something nice uh, that Leia, Leia is my little daughter here. That Leia has done for for us, or you know, what we love about Leia. Mm. You know, and and taking time to be grateful for each other strengthens that connection. I really like. Um, you sharing about understanding our family history and our, and our, um, our connection with why we're here in life and why we're part of the the family that we're a part of. Right. And I feel like that does help build our, our worth and our connection with each other. Um, And so I I do feel like that taking time to do that's great. Um, The one other thing that we love to do is we've just decided every Sunday We're going to have a family prayer and we're only going to say gratitude stuff. We're not going to ask for anything. We're not going to, you know, and so that's been really, really lovely. We just at night, we'll just all say, okay, gratitude prayer. That's what we call it. And we just say, Mm -hmm. everyone think of something you're grateful for. And we go kind of in order, (laughs) like, Dad shares something, mom share something. And then it gets to baby. And normally someone is like pretending their baby and saying, like, baby's grateful. <laughs> over his blanket. Yeah. <laughs> know, but um, <laughs> it's it's really unifying. And um, I feel like it does increase that gratitude. And it's one time a week that we just know that we're doing that. And I'm hoping that over time that just builds a good foundation. So
0: that's beautiful. Oh, it Thank will. You.
2: Thank I hope you. you're
0: taking a journal of what you notice happen in your own family when yes. you do this from when you started yes. to way, way, way down the line when your kids are doing it to their children. I, I really hope that you are staying in the moment when you do this and that you're writing it down so that you can look back and share that experience with your great grandkids. Cause I think that was just going to be really amazing for your family. Yes. And,
1: you know, uh, just piggybacking off what you said, Shelly, I've, how could I forget service? It really, we found that if you're having a rotten day, go do something for somebody else. (laughs) It just gets you out of your own little pity party and, um, and just kind of puts you back, puts your perspective back, um, And then you realize, oh, hmm, I think I'm grateful that I don't have their particular challenge. (laughs) I'm more grateful for mine. So yeah, family service to others. Um, You know, there's uh, help at a food bank or go help shovel the walks for a neighbor or whatever. So just some ideas like that. So thanks for um, bringing that up. Anybody else have some thoughts that they would like to share?
4: Melissa, would you like to share how you're um, building attitude of gratitude in your family?
5: How you yes. would like to. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. I tried to mm-hmm. unmute before, and I think I lost <laughs>
5: my Wi-Fi. So, oh, um,
2: mm-hmm.
5: we. So I love the idea of the making the chain, the paper chain, mm-hmm. and I. That's so wonderful, and I think maybe we'll do that and maybe we yeah. won't get read it until Christmas day, but that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, still, that's great. I was thinking maybe we could, you know, adapt that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. for Christmas. Um, so I would just say, just as we're new to this and we're just learning, but just learning the true history of like Thanksgiving, I feel like has made us more grateful uh-huh. and just learning that. You know, so many generations before us didn't live these,
2: yeah.
5: you know, run to the grocery store every two hours yeah. kind of lives, and and you know just just teaching them what you know what the pilgrims went through, and um, yeah. I have great aspirations to to do a lot of American history with them too, and you know again just teaching them what came before us I feel like that's something that's just being so taken away in our current culture that let's just erase all of that and or say that it's all bad and um so and it's making me realize too how little of what I learned in school or or maybe I just didn't (laughs) um so so yeah just trying to focus them on you know everybody didn't and we do have, they have so many challenges growing up now that even I didn't have as a child. It's, yeah. it's a different kind of hard, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, just helping them understand that a lot of people went through a lot of sacrifice to, you know, to get to where we are today. And and I feel like the first step to appreciating it is being aware of it. And yes. uh, they definitely were not getting that at school. No. <laughs> so, So, yeah, again, thankful for the opportunity to be able to to relearn that myself and also to teach them. Um, And I do really like the idea of service, too. I feel like now that we have more time together, I'm hopeful Mm -hmm. to to be able to do that more. We haven't really um, done that a lot yet, but I do. That's I want to make that a big part of our homeschooling, too, is just showing them. Teaching them how to serve others and and not always have it be, I, I just feel like the culture today is so me me me. You know, yes. everything's
0: about me. Yes. Yeah, happen. it's become more about receiving and not about giving. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you're doing is amazing, Melissa. Thank you so much for yes. and and Thank for you. teaching your children. To overcome adversity, and what that looks like from our past to now, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's can you imagine how much stronger the foundation of our education system would be if that's something that we were really teaching in in our in our educational system? So mm. what you're doing is amazing, and yes. thank you, thank you yes. for that. Um, yes. We really have about a minute left. If you want to kind okay. of wrap it up, um, I would that would be good. Thank you. Great.
1: Well, thank you all for joining us and for your input. Um, is there a way, because I was thinking that next month we'd talk about homeschooling through the holidays, but I would love input from the moms as to what would you like to talk about each month? So I don't know, is there a way that maybe you could put it in the chat or something or things you'd like to cover or, um, I don't know, Get uh, send Allie or me or-
0: yeah. um, they could email one of us or both of us or together mm-hmm. um, either one, whichever some some ideas on on what we'd like to to talk about each month. Yeah. that would be great. Yeah.
1: So yes, yes, yes. But again, thank you. I'm grateful for all the help and the opportunity to do this and to be to be of service. So thank you and happy Thanksgiving to all.
0: Thank you guys so very much for joining. Our uh, yes. empower moms homeschool moms, yes. moms webinar with yes. Lynn Eckerman. Thank you all so very much for joining. If you um, would like to send an email, the emails are in the chat. We'll wait a few minutes so you guys can uh, copy and paste those. Uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll probably send out like an email with all of that information as mm-hmm. well. So- Thank yes. you guys. Please make sure you're you're keeping an eye out on our newsletter because that's where all of our yes. information comes from. We spend a lot of time on that. So sign up for that if you haven't. Uh, join our cottage meetings. That they mm-hmm. have in, I think the next one is when like next Wednesday or? Yep. We yeah. yeah, next, next Wednesday. Okay, and then we will be starting Cottage Kids pretty soon. Maybe a little bit but yeah. we're just really excited. So thank you all for joining yeah. again, and thank you Liz for for all of your time and Z you, uh, managing yes. everything. I appreciate yes, yes.
1: Thank you, thank you very very much.
0: All right, You're you guys. So thanks welcome. so much. We'll see you next right. month.
1: Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.